Sawate Discipuli and Sawate Omnes. Welcome again to another episode of Latin in Layman's, where for today, I'm going to be entertaining a sultry voice. I know it's not typically ASMR, because I'm not sure if I would be really good at whispering, but if you feel like I would be really good at whispering, I might entertain this, but also, I don't know if I can actually seriously do this for myself, and then actually listen to it after the fact. But if you feel like this is something that you would actually entertain, then I would open up a new podcast alongside Latin and Layman's, where I would be doing this very same thing, but I would be putting a little bit of a paywall on it, where that would be a Patreon, if you will, or or something like that, but I think that I need to entertain a little bit more of my own tone in this process, and maybe I can get a little bit better at it. Hey, if you find that my voice is soothing and it calms you down, it comforts you, I've had people slide into my DMs telling me that they just listen to my podcast and they feel better listening to my voice. I love you. I really do. It means a lot. You're in a safe space here. You always will be. Anybody and everybody is welcome here. As I tell my students, even though sometimes I feel like it might get me in trouble, hey, you can identify as a circle for all I care. When you come into my classroom, you are embraced as the person you are, the individual that you are. And whomever you are, I will never deny. So consider this a place where you can always retreat. A place where you will always be heard and seen. Maybe it's hard for me to hear and see you because it's over the ethers, but consider the fact that I am here and that I am always here and that you can very well email me. You can send a voice response to this very episode. You can leave a response on the Q&A. You can let me know what you think. What we're going to be talking about, what we're going to be doing today, is we're going to be diving into the myth of Icarus and Daedalus. So if you're curious, I thought that this would be my first opportunity to dive into a little bit of a story that I've written. And for you to find a place where you are nice and comfortable, no distractions or anything like that, Maybe it's the evening, the afternoon, maybe it's the morning, or maybe you're falling to sleep and it's sleep mode. So if it is sleep mode, lie back and relax, do a body scan and see where you're at. Calm yourself down, breathe, diaphragmatically breathe, expand that stomach exhale, filling up all three, all thirds of your lung, all full. Because when we don't diaphragmatically, diaphragmatically breathe and shallowly breathe, we are only filling up a capacity between one to two thirds of our full lung capacity. Make sure that you are inhaling and exhaling and get all that oxygen in there. It's going to help you get tired, get sleepy, 
and get ready for a story where maybe things went awry. Maybe things could have been better. Would you have been Icarus in this case? Would you have been Daedalus in this case? Would you have been neither? Were you King Minos? Do you empathize with King Minos? Think about these things as we make our way through this story. Once upon a time, a long, long time ago, way off in a far away land, the sun beat down mercilessly on an island named Crete, scorching the labyrinth Daedalus had so ingeniously crafted with each drip of sweat that traced its way down his weathered neck, the master inventor cursed with his skill. Imprisoned by King Minos for aiding Pisiphae's monstrous affair, Daedalus saw only one escape, wings born from feathers and sun-kissed wax. His mind, a labyrinth mirroring the one that held him captive, buzzed with calculations. The angle of each feather, the precise blend of beeswax and tree resin, the weight-bearing capacity of his fragile creation, everything hinged on perfection. Yet amidst the whirring gears, of his intellect, a shadow lurked. Icarus, his son, his boy, with eyes that mirrored the Aegean's cerulean depths, watched with a mixture of wonder and impatience. Icarus's mind, unlike his father's, was ablaze with unbridled curiosity. He yearned to taste the freedom Daedalus promised, to soar above the prison walls and kiss the clouds. The warnings of moderation uttered in Daedalus's gruff voice fell on deaf ears. To Icarus, the sky was not a canvas for Icarus's mind. Unlike his father's, it was ablaze with unbridled curiosity. He yearned to taste the freedom Daedalus promised, to soar above the prison walls and kiss the clouds, kiss the heavens, if you will. The warnings of moderation uttered in Daedalus's gruff voice were not heard by his son, because to Icarus, the sky was not a canvas for celestial bodies, but a playground for the adventurous. Day in and day out, collecting one feather at a time as a bird how it would perch each day 
at the same spot at the top of the tower, the collection of the wax harmoniously came together as finally the day arrived, clad in their feathered garments, father and son stood on the labyrinth's, labyrinth's precipice. Tears mingled with the salt spray of the Aegean Sea as Daedalus clasped his son's shoulders. Remember, Icarus, he rasped, fly low. Stay close to the sun's caress, but never touch its fiery wrath. The boy, his eyes sparkling with anticipation, nodded fervently. And then they leaped. The wind, startled by their audacity, caught their wings lifting them above the island. Below, Crete shrank into a smudged emerald jewel. The labyrinth, its intricate heart, faded into the distance. Daedalus, the cautious craftsman, relished the newfound freedom. skimming the waves like a swallow and navigating the airs respectively. Icarus, however, intoxicated by the sheer joy of flight, felt an unfamiliar tug. He craved more. He wanted more. His ambition, a fledgling straining against the leash of his father's warnings. Inch by agonizing inch, he ascended. The air grew thin, the sun's warmth morphing into an impressive heat. Daedalus glancing back saw the glint of defiance in his son's eyes, and his heart lurched. Icarus, turn back. You'll melt the wax. My boy, his voice, thin and lost in the vastness of sky. My boy. It failed to penetrate the boy's euphoric trance. My boy, fueled by an insatiable desire to touch the sun's golden rim, Icarus soared on, his wings unable to withstand the scorching intensity of the sun's rays, began to sag. Feathers fluttered loose, melting into wisps of smoke. Panic etched its, itself fervently, clearly, deeply onto Daedalus's face as he watched helpless. My boy, my boy, my boy. 
his masterpiece succumbing to his son's recklessness. With a heart-wrenching shriek, Icarus tumbled. The once vibrant blue of the sky morphing into a sea of despair. Daedalus's cries echoed across the endless expanse, unanswered and unheard. My boy plunged into the Aegean Sea, forever haunted by the echo of his son's name and the weight of his own fatal gift. Icarus continued to fly on. He never saw his son plunge, but he heard the shriek. And when he looked back, there was nothing to be found but feathers floating on the shore, on the surface rather, of the sea. The myth of Icarus and Daedalus, it's more of a cautionary tale of hubris and disobedience. It is a poignant exploration of the intricate dance between a father's fear and a son's ambition, the conflict between caution and the intoxicating lure of boundless possibility. Daedalus, the master craftsman, embodied the measured mind bound by the laws of physics and the weight of experience, whereas his son Icarus, the fledgling, represented the unbridled spirit yearning to break free from the confines of reason and touch the very face of the impossible of which sometimes we all very well want to and do and can and will, but sometimes we have to check ourselves. And sometimes the people that check us, we have to listen to because they know more. In their tragic fall, both father and son remind us really, Icarus and Daedalus, this inherent duality within us. We are all at some point Icarus, we're drawn by and two and for that forbidden sun, our aspirations fueled by fire that can both illuminate and consume us. And we are also Daedalus, burdened by the wisdom of consequence, forever wrestling with the fear of loss that shadows our every flight. Are you a catastrophizer? Because I very much am. The bit myth and the bith, and the fifth, and the sith have nothing to do with this myth. But the myth, then, is not an end, but a beginning, if you will. It is a call to navigate the skies within ourselves, in our minds, in our souls, seeking not to conquer the sun, but to understand the delicate balance between ambition and humility, between confidence and humility. 
the ever-present tension between the call of the unknown and the wisdom of the world, the wisdom of everything, the wisdom of And with that, we will wrap up our little story here, talking about the myth of Icarus and Daedalus. I hope you enjoyed this little episode. Please leave your comments, your questions, concerns, a voice response. And if you made it to this point, consider subscribing. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can click that link that I will embed in the show notes that I do on all of my episodes. You can support me on Ko-Fi. You can join my Patreon because if this takes traction, I will make this a part of my Patreon only. And I want to make it a conversation. I want to hear what y'all would want how I can present it better if I should be whispering what myths you want to hear stories maybe we do Dante's Inferno maybe we do the sack of Troy maybe we do parts of the Iliad or the Aeneid or my brother's book Rio in the Broken World on Amazon R-Y-O in the Broken World by Jacob Connerly. All of those can help support me in this endeavor that actually does take quite a bit of prep work alongside my very, very busy life. Thank you for considering. Thank you for listening. And thank your feet and your hands, your head, your eyes, your soul, your body. Because your mind, your body, your soul, all together, is such a beautiful thing. And just to remind yourself that you got them. Wiggle that big toe and that little toe if you can. And with all of that, Tempus est discederate.